Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. Big soft titty dot PNG. 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 Everywhere you look, there's a podcast. Yeah, that's why you're in your podcast app, wherever they are are caught by you. you. It might be Apple Podcasts (laughs) or Stitcher, maybe Spotify if you're a real freak. Or maybe a me bim bam animatic on YouTube that somebody made. And nobody likes drawing Travis. Yay. They're always pretty mean to him. They're always pretty mean. He is kind of just a cloud with glasses on top. Is is Travis just a myopic fart? Because that's how I've drawn him. (laughs) He looks like, you know when you personify the sun as wearing sunglasses because it's cool? Yes. Uh, Travis looks like it's loser friend cloud, usually (laughs) in Mabim Bam Animatics. This is possibly the nichest humour we've given up. that's okay. (laughs) This is real science. Seinfeld level shit. I don't care about them. Observational, but the thing we're looking at has been observed by mm, a real slim slice of society. Yeah. Man, so today, I yes, yesterday, or Whoa. maybe the day before, I had um, a, I just want to talk about that interview, the thing in the City Morning Herald. Yes. So I, um, I did a, uh, which by the way, every time I see like a link to it, I always think that they've put SMH in the headline yes. to one of their articles because yep. Sydney Morning Herald. And I'm like shaking my head. Oh, there. On fleek uh, with uh, the Indigen- Indigenous deaths in prison on the rise. Shaking my head. Mm. It's like, oh, me too, man. Here's but it seems tea, like you sis. really want to work on your tone. Here's the tea, sis. For dragged in bank robbery. Brackets. <laughs> Dragged means killed, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, three and five-year-old found cancelled by fire in Sydney's <laughs> inner west. <laughs> Single mum read to filth and put in freezer. Oh, Christ. Sorry. Okay, um, you were in the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, yeah, it was so supposed to be a routine interview publicising liter- a show yeah, so that the you d- were appearing this on. Me- actually, let's, uh, I've, I've, um, let me remember the guy's name because it, we hadn't ever spoken before and I didn't know him. Mm. But he was on the phone and I think... I just he was just asking about a gig that's coming up in a week, comedy-ish. Which, by the way, if you come to it, um, that's like so. We did our first comedy-ish gigs like nearly a year ago to like run in our shows and like try and do the the new bits. Yeah, it's a Sydney-based night, which is uh, new comedians trying new material, explicitly new material. So it's like a real grab bag. But then it also is uh, at the end of the year they do a big gala where people come back and do the material. Now that it's good in a much bigger room. Yeah, they called it. They call it the bits we kept. Yeah, and um, so <laughs> so Robert Moran. Mm. Um, this is the person that um interviewed me. Um, and basically he was, you know, he was asking about um, um. You know how uh, what you know kind of about comedy ish and what it does and stuff, and then just kind of generally asked about like the state of the in- industry. Yep. And anyway, 
Um, the headline for the Sydney Morning Herald article is, quote, they're cowards, how Aussie TV is failing our top young comedians and then a big picture of me yeah. wearing a T-shirt that says sad TM since 1993. Yeah, it really, it really changed it's, from the, uh, really the pitch that they were given. The pitch they were given was like, oh, just write about this night that's coming up and it's turned into Demi Lardner and her three paragraphs of dragging the people who run her industry yeah so that's Very fucking smart. cool yeah the great thing about slagging off the gatekeepers is you don't have to worry about needing to touch their awful gate anymore yep, you're yep. not getting anywhere near that freaking thing i drag that it uh i've it had too much money to find it foxtel is poison for comedy it was the biggest comedic failure i've been involved with says lardner yeah well you know what you just cooked your chance at open slather version three they had oh. version two earlier Oh, earlier this year, fuck me. Was it earlier this year or last year that that the the, the awful sketch comedy show? Oh man, I don't even remember. That it people all kind we're of blurs, friends with in it blurs into one. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so that, that's go read the articles. Pretty. <laughs> oh man, it was really good reading it because I was like, oh no, oh yeah. wait, I thought that was just chat. I thought we were talking. Oh, no. Uh, my favourite part of all of this is that Greg Larson tweeted the article and in great support of the things you said, but unfortunately in great Greg Larson style, uh, mentioned the Australian comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucked it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the perfect Greg Larson thing is being very serious, but... Just, just yeah. too funny. Just he's yeah, he's just always funny. Like I, I saw him at the airport once, and he just like seemed to be. I was just like so surprised that he didn't immediately like step on his own dick and fart his way down the <laughs> runway. Were you talking? Was he the guy you were talking about the job interview story? <laughs> once Greg Lars, I feel bad telling his story, but I'm just going to tell the abridged version of it. Greg is so much better at things. Like he's telling me this as we're like boarding the plane and I'm just assuming that he has a suitcase full of raw hot dogs. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I didn't pack these. I don't know why they're here. He's going to open the overhead compartment and they're just going to all spill they out. all fall out and somehow make it down his throat and he's going to eat them like the plane is a mama bird. Yep. <laughs> he's trying to get a little wormy treat. So Greg Larson once went to a job interview, but he was so poor that he didn't have any like black shoes to go to the um, interview in. All he had was gumboots, so he just cut the tops of them and wore them like dress shoes under his pants. So good. Did not get the job. <laughs> didn't get the job. Our friend Cunningham, that comes off of oh. the other shoe chat we were having recently, which is that our friend Cunningham... <laughs> Went to a wedding and had the bottom of his shoes disintegrate oh, underneath him. So it was just barefoot and then covered with a shell. And he was leaving piles of ash, <laughs> rubber and ash over just all like, over the floor of this beautiful ceremony. He's just wearing like just like the goth version of those children's elf costumes that you strap to the top of your shoes. He just looked like he was his feet were wearing a dress. <laughs> So it touched the ground, sure. You couldn't see the bottom of the foot, yeah. but it was the only thing making contact. Is this a weird, crusty shoe slug leaving a trail wherever he goes at any so wedding? So good. Oh, so fuck. yeah, Demi is, uh, you know, an outspoken firebrand who was supposed to, to publicise her show and instead got I didn't tricked into saying things she believes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hard because now people are like, go off. And I'm like, I didn't mean to go off. I'm trying to be on. <laughs> Let me stay on. Please. 
but too bad. Yeah. Which yeah. cartoon character would you eat? Mm, Do you think? Which one looks the tastiest? Mm, Bart. <laughs> eat, start of the shorts and work my way out. <laughs> no, um, I think that, oh, goodness. Who would be the tastiest cartoon character? For some reason, my brain is just going to the X-Men. And, like, Beast always looked like a big sour lolly. Oh, yeah. Like the 90s animated X-Men series. He'd be so furry. Yeah, you're right. That's a bad thing to eat, isn't it? No, and it has... Tom. Yeah. What a... Tom. Yes. Where's the Furminator? Have you been licking the cat brush? (laughs) I've been holding it like a lollipop. (laughs) And scraping the undercoat off your tongue. Yeah, no, no one's coming out of it the better. (laughs) When I don't have a tongue, that's when I know I'm done licking. Um, Yeah, I think that... uh, Oh, goodness. How about, uh, what do you think? Well, I think that, all right. So I think the most obvious is like Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, yeah. I do say. Yes. Um, But like, but also like Bart is interesting because I reckon he would just be like butter, just like cutting through butter. Absolutely. There's no skeleton beneath there. I also have another option. Yeah. Which is Tweety Bird, but eaten like an Autolan. Like a what? Like an Autolan? That weird, like, so, that insane hey, French... like a what? <laughs> I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before. Okay. It is a French dish that is meant to be the height of Epicurean <gasps> delight, but also is a great sin that must be hidden from God. Yeah, I don't know. Have you talked about this on the podcast? I, I want to talk remember. about it again. So it's a, a, a dish where you fatten a, uh, a tiny bird, a songbird, up on, I think it's like pate and goose liver or something, and you force oh. feed it exclusively that. And then when it, you're ready to kill the bird, you kill it by drowning it in wine. So funny. Up. Yeah, and then you cook it just delicately, and then you take it. And then out as of, you climax, yeah, as you uh, climax, you, you uh, the entire room is caked in plastic yeah, from the yeah, murders yeah. you've been doing leading up to this. Yeah, um, yeah, you get it, and you put it. Uh, you you drape a cloth over your head. Um, and you put the bird next to your mouth and the cloth is there not only to (laughs) capture the smells but also so that God can't see what you're doing (laughs) and you put the bird in your mouth whole and you crunch down and you feel the bones cut into your mouth as the flavours wash over you because that is the taste of your sin. Oh, my God. Is your own blood mingling with this, the richest of birds. do you cook it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just said drown it in wine and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you were, uh, yeah, you were caught up in the horrors of it. That yeah. I, I did, but yeah, you. Ro- I think you roast it. Imagine <laughs> if you just pan fried after all that. <laughs> after all that, someone just trying to microwave an autolan. <laughs> <laughs> this messy drunk bird just slamming it in there, watching it spin, just trying to get the right cloth over their head. You Fucking millennial get- French uh, <laughs> you, savages. You had to get drunk to deal with the shame of what you were doing. So by the end of it, all you can do is slam it in a waffle iron. Hey guys, bad news. Make it in Orland, but I accidentally drunk the drowning juice after I drowned the bird. Now I've got this wet dead bird. All I've got is, I mean, I guess technically my piss is still alcohol. So I'm going to drown the bird in some piss. And then maybe yeah. if I eat it out of that, God won't mind so much because I did also eat the cloth. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking is I would love to eat the Tweety Bird. Okay. I would love I, to eat the Tweety Bird whole. If you're going to eat the Tweety Bird, yes. I'm going to eat Sylvester. Mm, that's fair. And we, then hopefully we absorb their powers. <laughs> yeah. Yours appears to be uh, swearing on people's tyre covers. Yep. Outfoxing and evading you. Uh-huh. And uh, 
<laughs> you know who I would like to eat? What? That pissy Calvin. Yeah. What's up with it? So specifically the pissy Calvin? I want st- I don't want to taste him. But I want to stop him from disrespecting so many different car companies. Yeah, mostly Ford. They've been working hard on their product. And you know what? We're all trying our best out here. Cut him a break. Who wrote Calvin and Hobbes? Uh, Bill Watterson, I think. Can you imagine how bummed out he is by all the piss Calvins? He's truly bummed out because his whole thing, like he's a pure artist. He's a wonderful artist (laughs) and like he doesn't want to do merch <laughs> he, he like you won't find you know calvin and hobbs uh like commercialized to the extent of other things in that in that family he's a, and he, he the strips themselves have such beautiful meaning but then <coughs> it turns out it's super easy to draw him pissing mischievously on something do you know what would be a great garden ornament is calvin pissing into bill watterson's mouth oh boy. and then that dribbling down into why peter griffin's mouth why oh. what do you think about a peter ca- griffin's decapitated head it streams out of his neck <laughs> i think it would be good Straight to have onto that jewish turtle from rocco's modern life jesus christ I think it would be good I to nauseous. have uh, double Calvins. So one is pissing for the front, the other is pissing on the, uh, also on the other Calvin. Oh, so you have a dueling piss Calvin. Oh yeah. I don't know. What do you think Calvin would shit on? Mm. What's the opposite of a Ford? <sighs> Listen, it would be a, a Holden. lizard. All right, I want to talk about something. <laughs> I was at a party Did last you say night. I was at a party last night. Okay, and. At that party, uh, a girl was like, yeah, this girl I knew in high school said she'd had an orgy. And we were like, oh, wow, what was it like? And she said, well, it was a threesome, actually. And they're like, oh, well, what was the threesome like? And she was like, well, it was my boyfriend, Michael, uh, fucking Anne. But I was in the bed, too. And they were like, oh, well, what was that like? And she was like, I was pretty cut up about it. Like, I was crying. <laughs> and they were like, that's that's not a threesome. Oh. Your boyfriend just had sex with another woman while you're in bed with them. And she's like, yeah, that's one way of looking at it for sure. Yeah, that is the way of looking at it. Yeah. You seem to be looking at it through a mirror and binoculars. Yeah, you've got it absolutely twisted, my dude. <laughs> It's so good. I mean, I was I, I when I was I was in the bed with them. I was on Skype in a bed, mm. but I did have my regular jammies on, so it was yeah. kind of like I still smelled like my bed. I don't know. It still felt like I was participating. Like I was definitely contributing to the vibe of the room by being in the same bed as them and crying. Yeah. So I feel like I contributed to at least the mise en scène. Yeah, you know, even a prop contributes to the film. <laughs> I'd like to have seen them take their eyes off me. What if <laughs> I just, was riveting. What if just like as um <laughs> as he's like boning this broad, he's like, oh, yeah, Sylvia, oh, this feels so good. And he's like, hold on for just one second, flips her over, grabs his girlfriend like she's a pillow and shoves it under her hips and is like, that's better. <laughs> what do you two think? I was just happy to be included. I love this orgy. Yeah, desperately trying to get your ha- husband to stop cucking you by <laughs> slapping his back and yelling space jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh man! I was just down. like just putting a like putting a martini shaker on his back and being like, I might as well have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> just rails this broad. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, it seems like you've reached your 10,000 steps for the day. Congrats, guys. Okay, time to stop, though. <laughs> all right, we've all elevated our heartbeat. Seems like it's uh, about time to wrap this up and get back to loving me. <laughs> seems like we can resume our regular programming of having sex with wife. Oh, yeah. boy. Just like she's so unnoticed that as the other girl leaves, she's like, oh, does, does your girlfriend usually use this? And he's like, no. And she puts on the dress that she is already wearing with her still inside <laughs> it. Wears her like a backpack inside the dress. And is like, okay, see you next time. Yep. She's like, oh, be, oh sorry. Slithers out. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't own the dress anymore. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, um, I was in I, Melbourne mm. recently, Demi. I was there just today. The, I was there today. Mm. The most recent it can be. Um, because I sat in on the edit of my special yesterday, mm-hmm. doing a special for Amazon Prime. Very blessed. Uh, mm. And it was fine. <laughs> what do you it's, mean? It's going to be really good. But also, uh, sitting there and watching myself. Uh, oh, I haven't told you this. We cut a bit out of the special. Why? The, uh, the Chariots of Fire running bit. What? Why? It just wasn't working. That music bed is so repetitive. So we just ended up being like, listen, we could save this. We could get um, Tom Armstrong, who did like the mu- the covers for the uh, copyright mm. uh, 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 infringement bits, basically. Because yeah. yeah. I did a running bit that was set to Chariots of Fire. Um, and we just were like, I think if we cut this, it only benefits us. Okay. Because for like a streaming audience, the attention span and stuff. Bleh. Yeah, I guess that's true live it's so good though live it's good but you know for a streaming audience i think it is it was such a speed bump for them i wish there was a, like, we could just put goggles on them and make our own zooms yeah. you know <laughs> absolutely just want a remote for people's eyes it'd be so good to have to be performing comedy in vr god yes i mean it would be bad but also Relax it might sis. be good <laughs> okay. Who's to say? okay well you know I did I did a um a variety I did Jordan Raskopoulos's variety cabaret mm. um the other night and it was fucking awesome the vibe in the room was amazing um but I was the only like you know like stand up style thing on mm. and I was in the second half and um <clears throat> and at one point Jordy was doing um uh, oh yeah just stand up just getting ready for the next act and she goes. She said, I'm a, uh, I heard her say, I'm a gay mum. And mm. I was like, yeah, support. And then I realised as she started talking about video games that she'd said, I'm a gamer. Oh, and I was like, fuck, oh, man. fuck, I can't believe I cheered for that. The you shame that suck. I felt. The shame that I felt was unbelievable. Finally, someone's brave enough to say it. <laughs> <laughs> we will not sit at the back of the bus. We need the PowerPoints <laughs> at the front of the bus for our Nintendo 3DSs. It's just true, and I'm deaf. Yeah, that Both sucks. Both are true. You're so fucking deaf. I know, it sucks. Yeah, you're deaf and you're hard to get in contact with. Shut up. You are. You're really I've hard. answered my phone heaps since you haven't been here because you weren't going to be here to leave me messages uh-huh because i wasn't going to be here to what to act as personal assistant <laughs> well everyone is just i didn't make you that yeah you did no through your emissions that's you not did through just not having the not personal technical, responsibility not technically a crime <laughs> no that well yeah it's not technically a crime it's i'm not an even accessory saying that it's a crime to making you my accessory yes 
<laughs> my little keychain boyfriend. I would love to be a keychain. I know. I'm yeah. going to drill a hole through your head and, and then... Finally, someone's hook, doing it for the right reasons. And then just hook my key ring through there, leave yeah. my keys atop your head. Would it be so bad to have, like, your cheeks drilled through? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. It would be very bad. But it might be cool if somebody, you know, shot an arrow or a crossbow through them. Mm. Break! <laughs> <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, I am podcasting standing up to do... I'm looking for any change in my life, Daddy. <laughs> I'm looking for... Because it's not going great. What do you <laughs> and mean? I'm figuring if I can change just something. Because I haven't been right in what's wrong with it so far. Really? Yeah. What a, What? What was your last diagnosis? Uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to the gym enough. And yeah. now I'm going to the gym a fair amount. And still bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Not because big. you keep ripping shit out of the ceiling at the gym. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Getting in trouble for it. Yeah. Have I talked about that? Nope. So I went to the gym and I bought a new skipping rope to work <laughs> on my agility. And on the first time using Another skipping, change. Yeah. Did it fix it? No. What did it do instead? Well, it turns out that raising my agility score... Uh, is an impossible feat because first I have to defeat the boss of me ripping a light from the ceiling of the gym with the skipping rope where I did not realise it was that low. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you tested your sneak skills by spinning in a circle looking for the cameras and sneaking out of the gym. Yeah. Well, I was like, I am almost certain that I am under surveillance. So I told, <laughs> I walked upstairs and told the people manning the gym, hey, um, the light just fell down. <laughs> And they did not even relay that to the people who run the gym because the second I came in the next day, the le- uh, the woman who owns it uh, beckoned me over and was like, hey, um, the skipping rope incident? <laughs> she had watched it on CCTV. Aww. <laughs> yeah, man. It was brutal. So anyway, my no, point is... No, that's actually a new exercise that we've set up. Oh, it's actually, I have to make sure that I can hit any offending birds clean out of the air. (laughs) 
uh, incapacitate them so that I could gain whatever protein is left in their breast and legs. What if they start putting um, fake owls outside the door of the gyms to scare you away? Mm, well, I don't know. Hopefully I'll be able to get around that by recontextualizing them with, as Hedwig. Mm. My friendly owl who brings me letters from the parents I don't have. Yeah. Oh, I... Did I ever tell you about the, my, my friend who would go to a uh, boxer cycle class? <laughs> it was like a... You just beat the shit out of a bike. It was like a group fitness class. Yeah, it's the it's the ending stage. It's the bonus stage from Street Fighter 2, but yeah. on a significantly lower budget. Yeah. Um, it's just like they, they open up a secret door at the side of the room, three knocks and two shorter knocks, and then the wall falls down and the bike comes out like, is it? Time again? Which one of you wants to fuck me up? It's got two big human legs and a broken bike chain. It would be really good to have a fitness class that was just... Uh, Beat the yeah, boss. As, yeah, as many people there are just unloosing shorukens on, I don't know, even just the strongest person at the gym. This is my gym that I would like would be a corridor... Um, with a bunch of different people in like, uh, so the first one that you fight is a toddler mm. and you just kick it under the roof. Yeah. The second one you get like a 14 year old and it builds all the way up until it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, some of them are psychological. The strongest possible person so, and a 150 year old man. Some of them are psychological though. Like one of them's Harvey Weinstein and you got to get past that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one is... Uh, Minty man. So are you saying that it's psychological and that comes so last because that's convincing you to punch your dear friend Harvey Weinstein? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, the thing with the boxer cycle class was that it was just a stationary bike class, but then as you cycled, you would also throw boxing combinations. So that's it was like so training for an apocalyptic stupid. future that... Are you I just know, tipping was... yourself off the bike with the strength of your punches? No, uh, I don't think that... <laughs> I don't want to make any judgments on the boxer cycle class, but I think the strength of the punches was not high. Yeah, right. I think these were punches that were being thrown for decorative purposes. What if um, the boxer cycle class, there was like a class right next door to that one where uh, you you hold handlebars and do different boxing leg stances? That's good. Yeah. It would be nice to learn how to shuffle around the ring, right? Yeah. Mm. Walking that way, that means you can't get knocked down. Ugh. <laughs> oh. That fucking boxing bag. I still kind of get over the fact that I was punching a bag and twisted my ankle. <laughs> the gym is a true haunted house of humiliation for me. Every room holds something new that I could fuck up and do badly at. My gym is a haunted house. Yeah? Yeah. Go through and get your heart rate up just by... <laughs> no, I punch teens dressed as Dracula. Oh, that's good. Just dressed as Dracula. Yes. No face makeup. No. Just They're like, all dressed as Dracula. If we it's more of Dracula house. Yeah, right. If we had to do a haunted house, obviously first step, fill it with teens dressed as Dracula. Absolutely. And then I guess and the premise of the house is that, oh, you thought there was just one Dracula, huh? Yeah. Well. The scariest thing, our budget. Yay. <laughs> We've mass produced Dracula. <laughs> Even consumerism is no match for him. <laughs> Dracula. Dracula. You hear that? Um, 
you know, the really old Dracula, there were just like armadillos walking around Dracula's house. Yeah, because they were they they were spooky back in the old yeah, time. Yeah, because everyone was like, what the fuck is that? Which I think we could stand to bring back in modern times, honestly. Yeah. More prudence around the armadillo. I don't believe that any animal I have imagined doesn't exist. What do you mean? Because every now and then I'll see like a fucking Tumblr post or whatever that's like, hey, check this out. And everyone's like, that's not real. And they're like, it's real. And they show bunches of pictures of it. And it's like a, just a, a horse's face on the side of a goat. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's real. It's called a hoat. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying that in this just beautiful like, world of ours, there's room for every animal. There's every animal. We contain multiverses. That's true. That's true. God, it's fucking true. Do you you like when I don't have anything to add, but I pad for time? Yeah. God, jeez Louise. Tell you what, something about that. Your body hair is so luxurious, but it's so shy of your nipples. Please don't tell the audience I'm podcasting shirtless. (laughs) Yeah, just shirtless. Oh, no, don't look down there. (laughs) I'm in my undies. This is decent. Yeah. I'm dressed as a wrestler. Just my little togs. Don't wrestlers usually have their little wrestle and sockies on? Yeah, and boots. That's such that's so pervy. There's one guy who currently wrestles in WWE who wrestles barefoot because he comes from like an MMA background. He was on like the UFC Ultimate Fighter. And it is so upsetting to see <laughs> bare feet. Yeah. In that context. But also because like a wrestler's boots and stuff have like a bit of padding in there so you can really kick someone as hard as you want and he's just slinging bones around. He's like the person who can kick the best but everyone else can kick harder than him because they're wearing like a fucking pillow on their uh, shin. Yeah. And so it's no part of it is impressive or good. Yeah. And watching someone land on bare feet is so upsetting to me. Pillow shin and bone slinger sounds like a fucking awesome fight too. Yeah. Um, But like... I guess probably one of the worst bits would be being close enough to hear the wet slap of his oh. of his foot. Him coming down to the, the ring. Against the torsos and thoraxes of his opponent. See, I think the worst part would be him coming down to the ring and he you can hear the plap, 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 plap because he's stepping in like, I don't know, the water that Triple H leaves just before the entrance. He's stepping on the hundred baby birds that they've lined up because that's his entrance. Yeah, hey, they have to show that they he's They play ruthless. the chicken dance and he's like, crunch, 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 crunch. The... I once watched a behind-the-scenes video of the WWE where it showed The Shield getting ready to make their entrance, uh, and it confirmed a long-standing suspicion of mine as I watched each of them dump four bottles of uh, water on their heads so they could enter looking wet. Wasn't one enough? No. I think, actually, they all had four, except for Seth Rollins, I think, who had six. And he was just dumping water on his head. So he was just coming in looking wet, all his hair like going which way, raggedy. Why do we never see them drip? You do, I think. You only see their hair drip though. Can't they just wet their hair? You don't never see like the rivulets coming down their face. Mm. I don't get it. Maybe they, I think they shake themselves off like dogs just before they they make their entrance. Just put product in your hair. Grease up your titties. I think they can't have product in their hair because it needs to flow beautifully whenever they're hit. Yeah. You know? So, like, they just end up having this wet mane 
Which is one of these wrestler so secrets gross. where you're like, yeah, everyone comes to the ring with wet hair. And when they have like just a really, really, really long match, by the end of it, their hair is embarrassingly frizzy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Shawn Michaels at the end of a long match? Yeah. It's embarrassing. It is. He looks like he hasn't had a shower in a few days. Oh. Poor Silly boy. Guy. What other animals would be good for Dracula to have around? It would be good if he just had like a blobfish or he just had his tank with an axolotl and everyone blobfish was like, <gasps> no. Can you imagine? Blobfish is fucked. Blobfish is really bad to think about. Yeah. How long do they live? <sighs> I'm praying Ten minutes. it can't be long, right? <laughs> Ten. Ten whole minutes. It's crazy that octopi only live for like... Octopuses. Octopuses. They only live for like five years tops. It's so fucked up. That's wrong. It makes no sense. And lobsters just get to live for hundreds of years as long as they don't get too big. Yeah, they, we need to swap those guys over. The yeah. only thing that no, kills a lobster naturally okay. is it crushing itself from yeah. the inside. Yeah, inside its skeleton. Well, yeah, it's still a skeleton, basically. Yeah. Exo. Yeah. Oh, um, kiss hug to you too. Mm, thank you. Hey, no problem. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> outside, outside Gossip Girl. <laughs> oh. All right, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy, I don't know about this st- podcasting standing up thing. It hasn't yeah. fixed anything. Sucks. Nothing fixes anything. Yeah. Why doesn't anything fix anything? Because we're depressed. But yeah, but come on. We, yeah, we need to find something to fix it at the root. Oh, I don't want to. I just want to fix some superficial things. That's the depression, baby. Yeah. To quote The Simpsons, I've tried nothing and I'm all out of ideas. Yeah. All right. I'm so glad you did that right before we end. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.